Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. At Dunkin', we're getting ready for sunnier days with our Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. A bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa, tangy sweetness, and toasted nuts. Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more and fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. De Hefner, and it is the Women's Royal Rumble. Number 30 just came down to the ring with Shayna Baszler, and she is dumping everybody. Damn. Stop yelling. I'm sorry. Am I yelling? Yes. <laughs> she <laughs> is dumping everybody. I'm sorry. Like, Jesus, excited. we have a microphone for a reason, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm One, two, three, mic check. <laughs> Technical difficulties with the volume of my yelling. I'm sorry. Turn your hearing aids up, old man. What? <laughs> I had to do it. It wouldn't have worked if I just said what. You keep my kids up, you stay up with them. I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for joining us in Corner to Corner. Have a great night. <laughs> Come here, Rob. Hop on the couch. Come have a seat with them. Come on. Oh, they can hear the casting couch has got room for you. No, they can hear me from here. Come on. No, they can't. <laughs> He's like, they can hear me. <clears throat> nice little heart attack from Natty Nightheart. Nice. That was actually really cool. Beth Phoenix is being a star of this movie. Got to mention this is the first Dump time her in Beth. a while. Oh. There it goes. Boy, he didn't even. Oh, <laughs> Ow, that landed awkward. She didn't even like hesitate. Like it's, out you go. It's all the blood loss. And now Beth Phoenix is taking it to Shayna Baszler. And prediction number one is about to come true. Well, Charlotte's still in. She hasn't been eliminated yet. Oh, she will be. Wow. Maybe, maybe so do you have muscles? Oh, oh. <clears throat> Charlotte thought she was going to pull a fast one. <laughs> She's like, damn. 
First time in a long time we've done a simulcast. Yeah, yeah. We tried to do it during Impact, but, you know, that didn't work out so well. We were there for history. We did witness history in a sense. Yes, yes. But now, could be history in another in another sense. What history is that? A Jeez. women running the female yeah. war room? I mean, oh my goodness, Santina could have did it. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, hey, if we're talking gender equality. I ain't getting into that, y'all. <laughs> Wait, what happened to Beth? <coughs> Did she um, eliminate? She might have been eliminated there. She rolled off. She there? Nope, she's there. Nope, she's there. She's in the corner. Oh, oh. <clears throat> there you go. Oh, oh, wow. <clears throat> Bye-bye. Oh. Oh, no way. There goes Beth. Nope. Oh, yep. there is Ooh. Beth. That's Good. a real soldier right there. Yep, she needs to go get that hair or the head wound looked at. Oh, yeah. That's going to hurt a lot. Is it strength to hold yourself up like that? Kick her. Kick her in the fight. Nope. So we have <laughs> Baszler versus Charlotte right now. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Charlotte oh, eliminates Baszler. Well, I know one Shayna Baszler fan that's upset right now. That's good enough for me. So who called Charlotte at the beginning? I don't know. I think, uh, Did he? I, I, I don't Rob know. Stradamus strikes again. <sighs> DVD's available if you... For twenty nine ninety five. The with, School of Robstradamus. With $10 shipping and handling. Because, you know, it takes a lot of effort to take that DVD and put it in the mail. Hey. It's, uh, it's a difficult time, you know, to... Uh, Is her ear bleeding, too? Uh, it does actually look like it. So that's like four legit injuries oh, yeah. in the female rumble today. Yeah, four times different people getting busted hard with. Oh, there goes Beth. But now. the worst, worst being Beth Phoenix. That just touched brains. Yeah. Charlotte twice, nose and ear. Yeah. Oh. I bet you Kelly Kelly has a receipt coming in the back. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, she tried to pay her back for it right there with that forearm, but... <clears throat> Oh, let's oh. point to the sign. Oh, God. It's the sign. <coughs> ah, but see, WWE trying to be more cost-effective this year. Instead of having a actual, the big wooden thing, they just got it up on the screen. Okay, so... Because the prop guy's going, we can't get the flag to, to, to wave, Vince. So, uh, how about we do some introductions? Yeah, yeah, we did a little bit of a cold open there, so... Of course, yeah, that was cold. It was cold. It was loud. It was loud, though. It was a cold, but loud open. Instead of driving the camera. I mean, downstairs people are like, oh, they're doing a show. So as as per the usual, it is corner to corner here. The triple threat, Rob Hefner. Well, hello there. Brian Taylor. Hello. What's up? And then, of course, I'm Stan Grubb, and we're getting ready to find out, I can only assume, who Charlotte's going to challenge at WrestleMania. What's wrong with her mouth? She bit her tongue, I think. Diamond cut to last? The diamond cut to last. Okay, lift. 
What in the world happened to her voice? <coughs> this is why you shouldn't get Botox right before you go out. Oh, this is Charlotte's Forbidden. Yeah, they're, they're probably not going to... Her eyes are so sunk right now. Oh, it's the makeup, I guess. Or so the, did you challenge anyone? No, they wouldn't do that tonight. No, it's, it's her division. Yeah. You're going to have to wait. Because if she was like, well, I challenged Lacey Evans, you know, kind of gives away. Who Go, wins oh, that'd be awkward. <laughs> Lacey, you and I... That <clears throat> hasn't happened yet. Wouldn't be the first one. First time. This is awkward. I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so, of course, Royal Rumble going on right now. There's news happening around it. Uh, hey, we did get confirmation from Ryback himself. He's not being the Rumble tonight. I still don't care. Glad. Uh, all right, fine. Doesn't care. Uh, let's see. Last night, Worlds Collide. Tremendous event. Um Walter, I think, had his, uh, what do they call it, a coming out party, where he was really the star of that matchup. Of course, Alexander Wolf gets knocked out by uh, a tandem offense between Roderick Strong and uh, Bobby Fish. It was the kick from Bobby Fish that hits Alexander right in the face, knocks him out. He just kind of melts down and backwards. Fish goes for the cover, and the referee... Starts to count, and then when he notices that Alexander Wolf is just completely out, just stops, puts the X up, and then the next thing you know, they carry Alexander Wolf out. But the main event would continue. It's a tremendous matchup. I think it is um, interesting to see the reaction between the fans in the Imperium because Imperium has only been on you know, stateside television a few times. And their exposure at Survivor Series wasn't big. They really didn't get much of a benefit from that. But Worlds Collide, I mean, that may have, that may have changed the game. And apparently this is a new franchise that WWE is launching. So I don't know if it's like they're going to do cross-brand cross events every year and the NXT just debuted it or, or what. <clears throat> For the pay-per-view. Right, right. For like the... The event. Worlds collide. Worlds collide. Well, because they can't do Raw and SmackDown because you just call that Raw, Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown. Mm, yeah. Every other week. What else we got? Jordan Devlin, new cruiserweight champion. He defeated uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, Hector or Angel Garza. And I and Hector Garza, he's still wrestling. No, As a cruiserweight, it, it was cruiserweight. Um, <laughs> pretty sure Hector is a little bit bigger than cruiserweight. Angel, Angel Garza is that? Angel, yeah, I think it's probably is Angel. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then the uh, Hector, I think, was WCW. <laughs> yeah, a, a fourth gentleman who, honestly, I've not seen before, before Worlds Collide. I had hadn't actually seen him. <clears throat> but uh, it was interesting to to see the matchup going the way it has been. Um, the cruiserweight title now will be, if I understand it right, defended on NXT UK, unless Devlin is going to make the march or make the move. So you think both NXT shows? Probably, yeah. 
Well, they debuted right before they debuted the new Cruiserweight title. Mm-hmm. That no longer has the WWE mark on it. It's yes, now NXT. NXT mark. Oh. Well, it's that's no not longer bad. purple, it's black. That's not bad to have a title in the NXT cross brand, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, it was... Um, go. I'm going to pull this guy's name because he was definitely... Worth the time spent. So you feel sorry for the dude because they hate right before the match. They go here, we got a new belt. Oh, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was um, Travis Banks who actually had a, a tremendous showing for himself. He was the gen- the fourth gentleman in that fatal four way. Uh, Finn Balor and <laughs> I'm gonna try this. E- Elijah Dragunov, I think is how it's pronounced. I, I think, think it's she Elijah. got on her forehead. Well. I mean, it's, I don't know, Bailey's wearing, is that a tiara? Oh, didn't see that. Ouch. Hey, hey. I'm sorry. Keep going. Caught up. <clears throat> so Finn Balor defeated Elijah Dragon. You're the one who wanted to talk about World of Live. Great matchup. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to be a journalist for Pete's sake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why well, is always Pete's sake? Damn Pete. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano against Mustache Mountain was uh, a tag team match. You have to see to believe. It was pretty insane. Um, honestly, it felt like there were a couple of moments where the finish was supposed to happen that just didn't. Like, there's one time where. Um, one of DIY's shoulders were definitely down for three. And the referee's got two, and he's coming down for the third count, and he notices that shoulder's not moving. And he just, he just puts the brake on right at that last 188th or whatever measurement. And then, you know, the crowd actually reacted in a way where they bought it at first. And then I guess, and I didn't really see the layout of the monitors on, on, in the audience, but apparently they had monitors there for the replay. Was that was that Lacey's husband? No, and daughter picking her nose. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> how to be a star at WWE. She's got a puke. Oh wait, that's. <laughs> oh, mommy's little baby. So you know what's gonna happen here, right? Bailey's gonna kiss her husband. No. Yep, that's what's gonna happen. Right now, Baylor's like, I'm not getting anywhere near that nose picker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the, the near falls with Mustache Mountain and DIY was great. Um, Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm, just a tremendous contest between both. Um, kind of leads you to believe that Ripley and Storm both have a bigger future the way they were spotlighting both. But I, I have to say that the match of the night, the one that – was just off the chain was Undisputed Era and Imperium. Um, Walter just a, a complete stud. Carrying the, carrying the entire match, taking abuse from all sides, including going through a table. Um, but to see Imperium rebound from being down three to four and still manage to come out on top, it was one of those uh, deck stacked against them scenarios that you actually could buy into. And when they came away with the victory, nobody... Nobody lost in that. Undisputed Era doesn't lose by losing in a match like that. There's no titles that are lost. 
and Imperium only gains momentum at a time where I, I think they could certainly benefit from it. So it was really good. Was uh, it good? <clears throat> what? Stan said so. I was going to say. Yeah, I didn't watch it yet. With Stan approval. I guess we should... Uh, his sleeveless medium. Hey, no, this is a, this is a XL. Not a double X. Ain't got them sleeves, that's why it's a little baggy around the midsection. Yeah. You should probably go double X. Sorry. <laughs> Sun's out, no guns out. Okay, so... <laughs> Ain't no sun out. <clears throat> so we got... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we should also uh, put our thoughts and condolences out to the Bryant family. Today we found out about this afternoon um, horrible incident with a helicopter in Los Angeles where Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter uh, tragically passed away after a helicopter accident, a wreck. Um, they say, if I read the news report correctly, it was seven uh, total casualties. So, Our thoughts definitely go out to the Bryant family and all of their friends. And we're getting ready to go into tough transition, <laughs> but we're getting ready to go into the ladies' Uh, the Women's Championship for SmackDown. Or I guess we just call it the SmackDown Championship. No. They, Are haven't they still done, calling they it They have not done that yet. So that's a, that's actually a, an interesting news bit from last night's show, Worlds Collide. The NXT Women's Championship is no longer. It is now just the NXT Championship. Uh, Rhea Ripley comes to the ring, was announced simply as the NXT Champion. Um, so I, it got a pretty positive response. Not that you would really expect that it wouldn't. Um well, with the amount of whiners out there, yeah. you would think that, oh, no, wait a second. Wait a, The WWE did it, so it's okay. I got it. Good job, bobbleheads. What a way to be sexist. You know, it was actually alarming to read some of the remarks from just various fans about how upset they were that they would rename the title like that. I mean, I, I admit I didn't know how it would sound. Like, when they announced it. But I don't really have a problem with it. I, I just thought, I was like, huh, that'll sound interesting. I wonder how that'll come off. It came off great. The crowd responded positively. There was no negative at all. But, yeah, it was uh, alarming. Some people saying that tying it to Tessa Blanchard, saying that it's a huge mistake to even put women in, this, in the ring with men, which I get it, I guess. There's a thought process of, that says it doesn't work, but... We no, they just saw. So, so uh, allow me to take a moment and remind everybody that this is all fantasy, right? Right. Yeah. Without using certain words, you made somebody mad because they come and It's a fantasy sport. A casualty. And if the script were to call for Bailey to wrestle Finn Ballard for a 20-minute time limit draw. Well, they really are. You really did make somebody mad. Something happening over here. <laughs> They're going to make it work. Mm-hmm. And for all this, oh, women shouldn't wrestle men, get over yourselves. It's a new millennium. And it's been going on for some time. Well, I mean, there are some pretty notable names saying it. Doesn't make it true from their perspective, in my opinion. But, I mean, Booker T, the Sandman, all these older school guys that are saying it's a mistake to do. 
But we have literally seen it work. I'll lay you money that Booker T would have wrestled China back in the day and Vince McMahon said, hey, go wrestle China. Right. And, and they'd would, have made it work. And he would have called it trailblazing. Yes. You know, in a, in a history-making moment. And he would have he would have wrestled Trish Stratus or Lita or any number of the ones back in the day. Beth Phoenix. And it would, would have been okay. It's, it's sad that anyone would think in this day and age, especially with as much access to information as there is, that... Something like that can't work. It works on a weekly basis mm-hmm. <clears throat> at any number of federations. And some of the matches are stellar. Candice LeRae did it on a regular basis when she was in the Indies. This is not nothing new. This is a change in your thought process. Hey, Sasha Banks wasn't in the Rumble. No, she's supposed to be hurt, isn't she? Huh. <clears throat> I just saw something on Twitter where there was a picture of uh, CM Punk from backstage where he predicted that she would win. She wasn't even there. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a prime example. Look at who, whose face is covered in blood and who isn't. It's, it, it's one of those things where we, we should be, as a collective group of fans, past that. I mean, all right, I get it. There's at one point that was the expected norm. Well, that norm's gone. Well, here's the problem. So this is not like football that is nothing but pure violence. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance they could get hit, hurt going against some of them guys. This is a fantasy sport. Yeah. Where you do what they tell you to do. And you respect one another. You can make anything believable. You just have to open your mind to it. I think there's... There's certain... Matter of fact, I like to see Bailey get beat up by Brock. Oh, God. Sioux Falls City. Sioux Falls City. I rode with... with Paul Heyman and flashback to the pre-show. Maybe we can get the old Bailey back. <laughs> yeah, her suplex back to hugging. Somebody <laughs> needs to slap this Tessa Blanchard out of her. Oh. Um. Tessa pulls it off better. I mean, yeah, look, even even the women want to do it. If you don't believe me, go back and look at what Becky Lynch said at the last. Show on Fox. Yeah. Becky Lynch on Fox, uh, uh, WWE backstage, essentially just said that she would like to see the term women division be just eliminated and just be wrestling. Just another WWE superstar. Because she wants to go for the top spot. Hmm. Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar. Uh, I, I still think Brock, but... Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, on the other hand. Gotcha. I think you start seeing women in that spot, you'll stop seeing people like Brock in that spot. I would agree. For liability reasons. Just because Brock is sloppy. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's unpredictable at times. 
And yes, yeah. a woman can take on a man, whatever, but, you know. I think, I think you're right <clears throat> in that regard. I think there would be less <clears throat> chance of a guy like Brock being in that position. Although, look at a guy like Brian Cage, who, I mean, maybe not as tall, but he's built just like Brock Lesnar. But well, he also has more of a wrestling pedigree. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute made slushy is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Very true. Very true. Um, it would be interesting to see. I think that... Because I, I would admit at first when I thought about it, before I really saw it happen, I, w- I had reservations about it, but it was more because I just didn't know how it would look. And yeah. then once I saw it, I was like, oh, all right, this works. This can makes we, sense. Let me go back to that other camera angle there because I wanted to see what's at the merch table. <laughs> you could see the merch table over her shoulder. Oh, yeah? <laughs> what kind of belts I got over there? <laughs> what you got at the merch table? And during uh, SmackDown Championship, SmackDown Women's Championship uh, potty break now. Oh. Okay. Is this the match they did right after they said, all right, we've got this cool stuff at the merchandise table? Right. Crowd is not reacting to And Brian match. gets mad because they give the picture to the kid beside him. Like, gay. Hey, son of a. Carry that. <laughs> I feel like we we are seeing a lot of fandoms or, or fan groupings, you know, literally split down the middle because of the way the industry is changing. I mean, when you thought it, that, but it's not changing. These people are simply now becoming aware of what the indies have been doing for years, mm-hmm. and maybe they were too young to remember. China doing it, where they don't they don't remember whatever. But China wrestled Jeff Jarrett, didn't she wrestle Eddie Guerrero? Oh yeah, singles competition and Jericho. Jericho, I mean, but you can go back before that. Mula used to wrestle men on a regular basis mm-hmm. in rings. I guess it's just that. What is the term? Is it old fashioned? It's You're sexist. Just, That's what it is. It's yeah. a stereotype. That's the term. Sexist. But it's anything in society. You know, like you look anywhere in society, the boundaries and the borders, and there's going to be the people that are like, yes, let's do it, and the people are like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's the old, it's the old, like, it's the old club of all, well, they can't come and play in our clubhouse, you know? <laughs> and I'm sorry, most of the time on WWE television, up until the last year, the women have had the best matches. This last year when they've kind of just killed that whole division. And so... I just... It feels like... Wow, that is a deep cover. Of course she couldn't kick out. Her feet were touching her elbow. Right. I mean, she just folded her up like a wet newspaper there. And see, that kind of ending is what makes me angry. Is the whole, you just got your butt whipped from one side to the other. Now all of a sudden we got this gas of energy to come over and cover her real quick. It's the same thing they did with Roman Reigns. the same thing they do with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar will get his butt whipped in that one match. 
And then all of a sudden, spear! You know, not spear, but F5 and it's over. Yep, Bailey ends up uh, retaining the title over Lacey Evans. Um, <clears throat> now the the rumored match for WrestleMania still remains to be Bailey and. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that little girl had a little bit of a nasty mouth on her. She said some not so very nice things on the uh, pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, the rumored WrestleMania match is still Bailey and Sasha for the SmackDown title and. But with Charlotte winning the Women's Rumble... It'll be Charlotte versus Becky again. Well, Ronda Rousey didn't show up tonight, so... She has something better to do. Well, maybe she's finally going to start that family that she was talking so much about after... Oh her. my god, could it, be a re- could it be a rematch? Ronda, Charlotte, oh, no. and Becky? No. Uh... She'll show up in the men's rumble. Oh my god. She'll eliminate Brock. <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe she her connecting flight from the Jericho cruise couldn't get she she can get back in time. So while they do their uh, fifteen minute uh, rewind for what happened between Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt. Okay. Uh let's see, other news of the week. Uh, well, yeah, but last two weeks. Because we didn't do it last week. Right, in the last two weeks. So, so we, we got a little go bit back to cover. Even better. Uh, AEW continuing their winning ways two weeks in a row. And a uh, new contract. NXT, uh, extending their contract to 2023 on TNT. Um, which, frankly, they're, they're doing a lot more right now than I, I know I expected. Not that I didn't expect them to do well, but... Their speed of which they're developing stars and making things interesting is great. And we got to see, finally, a title change. So, <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> Kenny Omega and Adam Page win the AEW Tag Team Championship from SCU, which actually surprised me that they would do this and not on a pay-per-view. But it's cool because now it's... Oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. So, I, for one, I like the idea of Adam Page and, and him being somewhat of a bad guy and maybe pulling Kenny to his side so they split from the elite. But, because it seems kind of predictable, but I don't know. Well, yeah, but so sometimes Kenny almost goes that route. Yeah, yeah. When the Young Bucks get too close to Page. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because Paige will, like, huff and puff, and then the Jacksons will get too close, and Kenny will be, like, pushing them back, pushing yeah. them back. So, I just, I'm not quite sure if I've figured out what will happen, but I hope they didn't cater to pressure. All this, oh, the elite should be holding all the belts type pressure. Yeah. Well, and that this was the plan. You've got so many tag teams at your disposal. And you decided to go the direction of Omega and Paige. Which, I mean, I'm okay with. I'm fine. It makes sense. Because it's, you know, the whole grouping of the Elite versus SCU. But, I mean, you got Private Party. you got the Dark Order. Butcher and the Blade. You haven't really had much time to establish Butcher and the Blade. Um... But you do have tag teams there that could have had a title shot before them. 
So they're doing the makeup tag team real quick, and here you go. So no, they've been a tag team since yeah, I mean, well before the beginning. The elite, you could probably interchange any of those members as a tag team, and consider it to be, uh, you know, a team. I don't know that I would say it's a long-standing team or whatever, but oh, Paige and Omega go back. Have they tagged a while? Yes. Um. But what I do like seeing from that is I, I, I just I'm really enjoying how Adam Page is is leaning and he's like when they were getting dressed, they were in the same dressing room as the Young Bucks. And Adam Page is like, What are you doing? Why don't you, we should be in another locker room. We shouldn't be changing with these guys. Remember we're getting ready to fight these guys? And Kenny's like, Oh yeah, yeah, I guess you're right, you know, and he tries to play it off where he's just trying to, you know, hang with his friends instead of, Oh, these are our opponents. So, I, I like seeing the, the way they are establishing that. Add to that the continued development between MJF and Cody, which this week, is it this week? He's supposed to get 10 lashes? I think, or no, this week might be the cage. No, when's Atlanta? Uh, Atlanta's the cage, I think. Later in the month, later in February. All right, so uh, 10 lashes for... Wednesday, February 5th is when he receives his 10 lashes. And Cody puts on, on Twitter, I'm asking this to be in the second hour, not for the little nightmares and kiddos. <laughs> so, hey, how about the, the way that AEW has stuck with their TV 14 straight through? Well, it appeals to a, a, a different audience. audience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the problem with the WWE. They... They try and placate the kids too much. Mm-hmm. When, if you look at their audience, it's adults. What do you guys think of the uh, Daniel Bryan t-shirt he's wearing right there? It's it's the, this shirt was made out of 100% out of recycled plastic bottles. I like it. The t-shirt? Yep. I like the t-shirt. For every t-shirt that is sold of the, the, the plastic bottles, they're... WWE is is offering to pay for them planting a tree for every t-shirt sold. Let's bankrupt them in trees. The planet's champion lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, AEW has been doing very well. And it's not that NXT hasn't been deli- delivering good shows. But what they have been doing is... And AEW is just making it so when certain segments air people have no choice but they want to see it and i just think it's because AEW is the hot thing right now and also people want to legitimately see cody rhodes people legitimately want to see what happens with mjf what kind of crazy stuff he's going to do you know what is uh um scu private party what's jericho going to do what's moxley it's just you have so many different pieces and they're putting them in the right position Let, yeah, for a two hour show. Let's not sell the fans short. These are the fans that have been jaded, that have been lied to, that have been spit on, that have been, you know, fooled, that have had wrestlers crammed down their throats. Mm-hmm. Do you honestly think that even though NXT has a much better product going head to head with AEW, that they're going to watch NXT? I think over time, with what happens, you'll see... Because we're still... 
we've seen some some spikes. So we've seen 1.8, 1.9, and then of course with AEW's debut on TV, um, you know their debut was over two million. But with what we're seeing right now is there's a a designation. It's like a, a a decision right now that it's not to me. It's no longer the audience is just split because it's the same people watching. I think you're actually seeing in these numbers, and over time that story will get told better, but we're actually seeing people shift. So I, I think you're right. I think you're actually seeing fans shift, but at the same time, that same dedicated fan base that's like, no, nah, we don't want to watch a WWE product. They're doing it, but I feel like what we're seeing and the reason the numbers are the way they are right now is because now you're seeing people actually move from one side to another. Mm, I don't. I think you're probably starting to pick up new people, mm-hmm. or returning people, or you know whatever, because again, both shows are making enough noise that you're going to start generating buzz, yeah. and then people are going to want to tune in. But again, even with NXT, the WWE is falling back into their same old crap. Remember what I said? NXT will be great. Until they start to do what with it? Make it like the other two. Mm-hmm. And what have they started to do? Make it like the other two. Because they have to try and compete with AEW. Finn Balor's over there now, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Should we have taken him off the main roster? Probably not. It's a move simply to compete with AEW. We all know this. Finn Balor's not enough to get people to turn the channel. Oh, no. No, I mean, he's a huge star, but he's not hes not on that level. I, I, if you give him the title, he might be. But again, who did he wrestle last night? You're going to make me say that. Yeah, I'm going to make you try and it, say it's, it again. It's Elijah Dragunov. Okay, there Ooh, we go. I, did it, I got it. You got it. Wow. Hey, there's no red light for the uh, Universal title match. Not yet. Give it time. We got to get through announcements first. Oh man, do we, but, have, do we have Advil because I don't want, I don't want that headache. <laughs> but again, it's the same old stuff. Yeah, there's nothing really you can do at this point in time with NXT to spice it up. Mm-hmm. I think that it's uh, that's the challenge is finding a way to keep and and AEW I think has found the formula. One week you'll see. Group A, for example, from their roster, the focal point. And then the following week, it's Group B. And then the following week, it could be Group C. you still got your major storylines that they plug into it, but you they're just taking the right players and putting them in the right position so that you're constantly seeing something either new or evolving. And NXT hasn't necessarily figured that out. Like, I don't know that we've... And, and I'm not trying to blow smoke, but... For what Dynamite does on a week-to-week basis, I don't know that we've seen a company outside of old NWA stuff with what they used to do mix up their talent roster the way they do. Because one week you could see the Lucha Brothers, and they're doing what they do. The next week you might see the Young Bucks. And the next week you might see you know Sammy Guevara and uh, Kip Sabian. You know, I mean, you, you don't have... Oh, well, this week, what's what's Jericho going to do? I mean, he's there, but it's, oh, maybe we'll see Private Party, or maybe we'll see this, or maybe we see that, because it's just that certain uh, mystique to it. Well, I mean, AEW doesn't also try and cram 
50 people right. onto a card either. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, most matches probably go 15, 20 minutes plus. So. They still haven't figured out their audio, though. Mm, yeah. For well, being on a cruise, though, I didn't think they did too bad. How about, speaking of the cruise, how about the fans singing Jericho to the ring? Judas Hits, which might be my new favorite theme right now. Because I just, I listen to it too much. But they literally are singing while he's walking to the ring. The whole mm-hmm. song. Well, I mean, it was Jericho's well, yeah, Rock and Rager. <laughs> Which next year they're going to do live? Yeah, that um, that's interesting. I wonder, I wonder how that breaks down. They'll have to be at port or something, I imagine. How do you film that when you're on a cruise like that? Do you have to like? I'm going to sound stupid. Do you have to like drop anchor and stop and make sure everything is okay before you even do something like that? How does I mean, that work? If you're doing it live, you have to make sure your trucks have signal. Right. So you've got to be somewhere close. All right, you have to have somewhere that you can have the signal, the satellite signal. And if you if you notice, too, I want to say, Oof. I think when they showed Paige Omega and the Bucks, uh-huh. on the side where they were, like, on the side, you could see lights behind them. I want to say, like, city lights or something, too. So, so they're probably coming to port. Yeah. Do the, do the show, so the, and the trucks will be on the dock. And then they yeah. go back out. And then yeah. they go back out. <clears throat> Ooh, Daniel Bryan. Or maybe it's like the last that. thing they film before they everybody. All right, here's your show, and they get off. <laughs> Show's over. Get the hell well, out. <laughs> so they also did other matches as well. Yeah. So there was. And, they did like they taped dark from the cruise. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. And I don't know if this will be on dark, but Omega and uh, Riho. Versus Sabian and... Um, Penelope Ford? Ford, yeah. Oh, I hope that's and on it, dark. I it, hope that was good. It was a um, a regular tag match. It wasn't uh, mixed or whatever. Hmm. Supposedly. Now, I of course, I haven't seen it, but... And I, that's the only other one I've heard of. Right now, Bray Wyatt uh, just beating the piss out of Daniel Bryan. Ow! But I, I will say, too, that I think it's real interesting that there was a spoiler for AEW that came out about the new tag team champs. Mm-hmm. And it lasted for a short while, and there was nothing else ever said about it. So, thankfully, the fans, um, other than the one little slip, kept it quiet. Well, here's the thing. Like, with, with that title change, with this spoiler... You know how I feel about watching tape shows. It annoys the shit out of me. Because spoilers are always out there. And I saw the spoiler because I'm always looking at the news feed all day long. I mean, it's, I, I have that up while I'm working. So I saw it. I'm like, I actually wanted to watch it more because I wanted to see it happen. Like, when I read it, I'm like, oh, well, damn, I want to watch this match. So while it's interesting to me, it reminded me of times where WCW would spoil something, and this wasn't what AEW or WWE did, but WCW would spoil something from Raw, and then they would shoot themselves in the foot because people would change the channel. And it reminded me of that because, like, the spoiler I saw, and I'm like, no, well, I want to watch this because mm. I wanted to see that matchup. Because if it would have been, if I'd have read the results and seen that they had just simply retained, I might not have watched. 
But the title change enticed me because I was like, oh, cool. Doesn't mean that it has to be like because I happen to agree with you. I don't. I don't think the elite has to be champs. Would right. I like to see it at some point if it's mixed right? Yeah, because it makes sense. And they are all top stars, so it's not exactly like they don't make sense to be in that position. But it's also they're going with the old school philosophy of we have the book, you know. Yeah. And they're not letting they're letting everybody know their egos aren't at play. Because if their egos were at play, it'd been like when other people have gotten the book over the years. It's like all of a sudden, all the fr- all their friends and buddies would have had the belts, right? And they would have had the belts. But they're trying to show that, and they're establishing it because I think <clears throat> with AEW, if they would have done that right off the bat, it would have dealt a blow to their legitimacy as a company. Yeah. You know, if they the first oh. pay per views they had, the first events they decided, oh, we're going to give ourselves the belts. And I think people wouldn't turn in, but there there are people that tune in for the simple fact of when are they going to get the straps? Like when is it? When, are they, when are the, when's the gold going to come to the elite? You know, not to veer too far off. Doesn't the strap match you're supposed to hit all four corners? No. Some strap that's, matches. That's back a in the um, day. Yes. Um, Indian strap match. You just, have you would have to grab the person and slap all four corners. Yeah. I mean, okay. This is the first time I've seen a strap match in WWE in 20 years. Oh, that was still nasty. don't think that's right. The, uh, the four corners is... I thought something else. Because even Hogan had his own version of a strap match. The Rapapa strap match. <laughs> that WCW uncensored pay-per-view. Yes. With the moving what? truck. Oh, yeah, the uncensored, yeah. What are they going to do now, man? They've got a knot in their strap. Uh, that's it. Cancel it. Call the match. It's over. <laughs> the strap is screwed. Uh, oh, wow. So, uh, WWE is selling the custom Fiend belt for $6,499. How many are going to buy? Not a single one. <laughs> I like my titles. Don't get me wrong. I'm not spending six grand on a title. I'm just not going to do it. Uh, uh, so we should mention that with AEW's extension on TNT, that Dark is now going to be part of TNT's regular schedule. Uh-huh. So going from on YouTube TV. to now televised uh-huh. every single week. Now, is it going to be like Tuesdays? So yeah. Haven't said yet. Ouch. So I could, I could honestly see them doing... Um, Tuesday and Tuesday and Wednesday, just to kind of string together two different days of programming, because dark's only an hour. So yeah, but I I would imagine it's probably going to go to two, and I would put it on Saturday. Ooh, Saturday you're virtually unopposed. I approve this message. Saturday night wrestling one more time. Holy crap! Six oh five. Somebody already does that. It's uh oh yeah the NWA. Uh. On what, Tuesday? Yes. Okay, but got, we're not talking Tuesday, got, we're talking they got the Saturday. <laughs> they got the copyright. You don't have to copyright. They even got no. time limits copyrighted. <laughs> you can't copyright That's a time limit. copyright. You just, so then you would just make the show, whatever runs before it, run five minutes late. Every week. Every week. So, NWA holds, uh, held hard times. This week, I wanted my code. I didn't get it. 
What? I never got my code. Yeah. Stan got four codes, but he didn't share. No, I, I actually didn't even get a chance to watch it. I didn't get a code. That sucks. So you, you actually bought it and you never got a code? Huh? No, no, no. Remember that the Twitter thing you sent? Mm-hmm. About getting the code? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that uh, Shane was linking us to. Yeah. I didn't get a code. It still boils down to Stan's problem. Stan's fault. What else is new? So here's here's the rundown of uh, results from <clears throat> hard times on Friday. Stan's fault. Hard, Stan's fault. Uh, hard times. So Trevor Murdoch defeated the question mark. I believe that's dealing the question mark his first defeat in NWA. Uh, then in the that was a uh, first round match for the TV title. Second match was Dan Math versus Zicky Dice. Math won that matchup. Then Matt Cross and Ooh. Ricky Starks. Ouch. 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 Daniel Bryan just laying it in. Focus, though. So, Ricky Starks uh, defeats Matt Cross, which is uh, actually kind of kind of a surprise. I mean, I, I like Ricky Starks a lot, but uh, I was surprised that, um, that Matt Cross didn't go over in that one. So, Tim Storm was supposed to take on... Uh, Ken Anderson, or Mr. Anderson. But apparently Mr. Anderson was injured. So, Tim Storm got a bye to the semifinals. For the Tag Team Championships, it was the Rock and Roll Express defending against Eli Drake and James Storm, the wild cards. And this was for the NWA Tag Team Championship. I just feel like I've heard that before. I know, I think I said that already. <laughs> James, James Storm and Eli Drake won the Tag Team Championship. Uh, Allison Kay and Thunder Rosa for the NWA Women's World Championship. It was Thunder Rosa becoming the new women's champion for NWA. Um, and then it was Trevor Murdoch in the semifinals defeating Dan Math. On the other half of the semifinals, it was Ricky Starks and Tim Storm. Where Starks uh, hitting the rolling crucifix pins Tim Storm. So then it would be Trevor Murdoch and Ricky Starks in the finals for the television championship. Aaron Stevens actually defended the national, excuse me, the third degree national championship against Scott Steiner. Scott across the head with a kick. Um, I, I can only say that I was told that that match was awful. But I didn't see it, so I can't verify. But Steiner actually won by DQ. Still a third degree national champion. <laughs> Aaron Stevens. Remember, don't look him in the eye. Uh, <laughs> Nick Aldis defended the championship, the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, against Flip Gordon. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, so this matchup, I'm told, was quite possibly match of the night. And uh, I would actually like to see this one. I'm going to have to try to track it down. I might actually have to buy or, I guess, rent the replay. This is buying the replay. Yes, uh, you're probably going to have to buy it. Uh, and then in the main event, the finals for the <laughs> television championship, it was Ricky Starks defeating Trevor Murdoch to become the NWA World's Television Champion. So the cool thing about the TV title is the time limit is 6 minutes 5 seconds. So the time limit for those matches is 6.05, so it fits perfectly within NWA power. 
You could literally see a TV title match every single week. Well, that's what you're supposed to do with a TV title. That's probably a good point. <laughs> I, I, I've got no response we, for this. We, we call that a clue. Uh, I suppose that's why I take care of my kids. You're supposed to take care of kids. <laughs> I want an award. <laughs> uh, Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan still going toe-to-toe. Um, Daniel Bryan just kicked out of a Sister Abigail. Flying Sister Abigail looked like. Was it from the second rope? Like, no, he was yeah. like, Daniel was coming around the ring and then so. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, a little bit of motion. So I saw something on uh, Twitter from Cody Rhodes. He He's always very good about interacting with his fan base. And one of the things that got tweeted to him was, hey, he is AEW going to do a show on WrestleMania weekend? Cody basically responds and goes, nah, that's that's their thing. We wouldn't do that. That'd be lame. I wondered if that was an indirect shot at some of the indies that are doing shows in Tampa that week. Well, obviously it would be an indirect shot of whatever because he's just saying two things. One, he's saying we don't need to piggyback off WWE to get right. our name out there. We'll do our own thing. And two, he's saying... Maybe that's what the other indies maybe need to do is just do their own thing and stop worrying about what other people are doing. Well, for the record, I, I think he's right. They, there's no sense in them doing that, and they wouldn't want to... They don't have to. You're correct. They don't have to do that. Well, you got that many people down there watching wrestling for that kind of amount of time. Why wouldn't it be considered a smart move, especially if you're not as, as big as, say, AEW or NWA or WWE? I mean, I think for any company to get exposure on a national level, it's great. And it's a great time for those local, you know, local feds to get mm-hmm. exposure to an audience that maybe not normally can see their product. Right, right. But when you have established television and you have established content like AEW, would you need to go, all right, we're going we're gonna to go to Tampa. I mean, maybe they'll go to Fort Lauderdale. Hmm. You know? Maybe they'll go to St. Pete. Maybe they'll go to Newport Ritchie, which is across the bridge. But they're not in Tampa. Well, do <laughs> any of the bigger companies, has Impact ever done it? Uh, Showed up for WrestleMania yes. weekend? Impact did it last year and the year before. Ring um, of Honor did it, didn't they? Yeah, Ring of Honor's done it. Um, but the way WWE treats Ring of Honor, I almost think that's with their blessing. Um, Evolve. Yeah, but Evolve was, is yeah, it's WWE. in cahoots with yeah. them anyway. Oh, roll up by Brian. Somebody's busted. Referee's got his gloves on. Wow. Fans are fully involved in this match. I truly believe if you put Daniel Bryan over... You can make a mint on the fiend chasing Daniel Bryan to Mania. Every time somebody comes out to challenge, the fiend kind of plays games with Daniel Bryan. Plays mind games with him. Because as a champ, the fiend is fine and fun. Just imagine him as the chaser. 
playing these games. You know, we only he really didn't s- like you taking his title, Daniel. <laughs> we didn't really get a chance to see him. Well, shit. <laughs> Spit it out. Bray Wyatt has managed to to master the art of just the right. scary. What do they call it? Jump scare when he popped <laughs> up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because the the chase for Bray Wyatt. The only time we've really seen him chase was with Seth. And that was what, maybe three months? It wasn't really a chase. Oh, ow. Yeah, but when has there ever really been chases? On a monthly pay-per-view, uh, it's normally one and done. Yeah, that's it's true. Just like this, it's done now. Damn. How hot does that mask have to be on his face? I mean, that's uh, easily 20 minutes that he just, they just went. That's going to be, like, just ridiculously sweaty. I think it would have popped if you'd had Daniel win it. Yeah, I think the the roof would have blown off. Maybe they're setting up for... uh, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. (laughs) Superman punch. Superman punch. <laughs> so, uh, did we mention uh, Jordan Grace? Uh, I believe she dethroned uh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie yeah. yeah. So, Jordan Grace is the new Knockouts champion. She, uh, she won the title from Taya during their most recent television tapings for Impact. Um, I believe that actually airs this week. I believe it happened on the first run. Which, I mean, Jordan Grace has been doing tremendous work. Mm-hmm. And now on a stage like Impact, again, another person who easily could go toe-to-toe with any of them. I mean, Brian Cage, Sammy Callahan, Eddie Edwards, Mike Elgin, you name it. Did you know Sammy Guevara was uh, outside the Rumble in Houston? <laughs> That's great. That's good fun right there. So uh, Guevara went outside the stadium in a, a wagon Whoa. that he converted to a mini tank like a DX Army. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> and then he was, oh wow. Outside the stadium, he was reciting Scott Steiner's promo, the infamous uh, 144th and a third chance promo. <laughs> I mean, you just got to love that guy. He's actually really entertaining. I do like Sammy Guevara. I'd like, mm-hmm. I'd like to see him get more of a, a shine, but I think that just with the way that they lay things out, it's just more time, time-based. It's just a matter of time for him. Uh, other news, let's see. The Briscoes announced they re-signed with the Ring of Honor. Uh, was there ever a doubt? I mean, at this stage of their careers, why would they go anywhere else? Uh, yeah, but you could have easily gone to Impact or AEW or even Japan and had quite a run. I think AEW would would be a good home for them. 
I think they would be paid well and they'd be able to wrestle the style they want. But I think they are, mm, I want to say this nicely, probably not able to circumvent certain tests that I don't believe ROH has. Whoa, I mean, let's not... Uh... Oh, no, 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 nothing like, you know, ridiculous. I'm thinking more like along the lines of like marijuana or something. Nothing yeah, like but again, do, do we do we know in the past or are they just acted the part? So, okay, that, that could be. That could be. Um, so who knows? Uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I can't, I can't really argue that point. And do we know for sure ROH doesn't do that from time to time? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what ROH does. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not alone. <laughs> uh, there's a rumor going on that Sting will make an appearance this evening um, to stir things up for the upcoming show in Saudi Arabia. Oh, we're going back there? Yeah, apparently. You would think that right now would not be a good time to start planning that. Is there ever a good time to start planning? I mean, I suppose that's all a matter of opinion, but um, I mean, it's with what's going on globally right now between uh, um, you know us and Iran. I don't know how that spreads out further, but that would seem like a stressful event to even attempt. Stressful, putting it very lightly. Mm. Ultimate card showdown. Yeah. We have a commercial on a pay-per-view for Woo-hoo. Supercard. Got yeah. a, I like Supercard. Yeah, I like Supercard. Been playing since the beginning. That's right, 2000 and... Playing it while Sam was talking. Six years. Six years we've been playing this game. It's a long time. It is. Got to be dedicated. Got to have a will to succeed. Yes. Determination. So now it's hype time for the Royal Rumble itself. There's no other match, I guess, huh? Uh, Becky Lynch and Oscar. Ah, okay. So it's going to be Phillips and Lawler calling uh, Becky and Oscar. Looks that way. Get rid of Corey Graves. Oh, uh, there's the Saudi. There's the Saudi Arabia connection. Man, there's a lot of empty seats there. Top there, top's all darked out. Yeah, but just look at the the first row of. Forty-two thousand seven hundred in attendance. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I'm just kind of looking at that statistic and thinking about how big that stadium is and how many it would hold. Um, I mean, I like the Royal Rumble like, like anybody else. It's one of my favorite events, but I don't know that I'd expect WrestleMania-sized attendance for the Royal Rumble. Uh, maybe for the Rumble. I mean, 42,000 is a good number. Don't get me wrong. That's, that's a lot of people. 
So, the well, it holds forty-one thousand one sixty-eight. So you're. <laughs> well, that, that's, you're that's yeah, but you're adding seats on, seats on the floor. So ah, okay. There's at least a thousand seats on the floor. That's if everybody's there. I don't think everybody's there, so I think they're fibbing the numbers. I think the number is probably how many tickets they've sold, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like all the seats are filled. Oh, so now we're we're doing the high. Oh, so it looks like the men's Royal Rumble is going to be your main event. Yeah, it is. yeah, it always is. Last year was the women's, but this year is the men's. Because mm-hmm. last year was the first. Rumble? Women's Rumble. Last year was? Mm-hmm. No, the year before was. Oscar mm-hmm. won the first one. Well, whoever, whenever the first one was, they were, they were main event. That's, yeah, that's true. When Oscar won it, that was the main event, because then uh, Ronda came out right before the show went off the air. We all got to hear bad reputation. Everybody got to point to the sign. It was, she didn't challenge anybody. She just said, I'm going here. You're an oversized jacket. Look where I'm going. <laughs> See me go. When the WrestleMania logo comes out, oh, everybody point. <laughs> so, uh, when's AEW in Syracuse, I believe it is? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, ticket sales in AEW. Let me pull that up here. Do, do, do. Because there's something very interesting about, I believe it's Syracuse. Oh, you mean Newark? Newark, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sold over 10,000 tickets. Yeah, and what's the day? And that is March 25th. Wednesday, 8 o'clock at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. No, no, there should be one in New York coming up. Uh, let me look this up. AEW tickets, New York. I think in February. So, Brooklyn, no, that's Outlaw, sorry. Ah, that's AEW Revel, no, that's not it. Uh, Hold, please. Nope, it's Newark, New Jersey. I thought there was one in February in New York. Yeah, we'll just keep searching AEW Dynamite. Schedule. Please hold for because the somebody is like from New York, whose WWE contract is officially up. Why do I feel like an idiot and can't remember who it who it who it be? Isn't it Brody Lee? Oh, that's right, Luke Ooh. Harper. When did Brody Lee get released? His, I think his contract or whatever, or his 90-day no-compete is up like a week before or something. All right, so, yeah, Rochester, there, New York. There, March maybe 18th. it's Rochester. All right, so Rochester, New York's on March 18th. They're in Newark the following week. Maybe it's Rochester. You might be right. So we can't, can't forget that we're still building to Revolution right now. And that's going to be Mox and Jericho in the main event. At least for right now, unless they decide to put Cody and MJF in the main event. Um, so after that, well, I wonder if they're going to use Double or Nothing every year. 
Because that was in May, and that would make sense as far as Twitter. There's stretching. only four. Right. So. Well, as of now, only four. So, when is the next paper? When is the paper you? So, uh, Revolution is February 29th. February? Yeah, so that's three months. March, April, May. Yeah, I guess it could be. Yeah, because they go from uh, Salt Lake City on March 11th all the way back to New York and New Jersey. So, yeah, that would be an interesting pickup. And honestly, I could see him... Oh, it's Becky. I thought for some reason that was someone else's music. Um, I could actually see Brody Lee being back up for Moxley. Mm. It's a little cliche to group your former WWE guys together, but I feel like he is a sense of unpredictability, kind of like Mox does, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that could be a good mix, even in a short term, even if it's for him to ultimately turn on him at the pay-per-view, or, you know, in the future, it, it would make sense. So we're getting ready to head into the Raw Women's Championship between Becky and Asuka. Uh, Alright, prediction time. Rob, who you got? Becky. Rob says Becky. Brian? Becky. Brian says Becky. Uh, I, I have an urge to be a contrarian, but I, the, my head tells me not to because I think you're probably right that it'll probably be Becky. Every wrestler has a certain person that they that for whatever reason gets designated as the person that has their number, right? The one that they can never beat. And it seems like Asuka is that for Becky. I wonder if there's a time like in a in a career once you've gotten to a certain point and you lose to like like with Cena when he lost to Punk. I wonder if that was like kind of a unspoken or a, a thing that they said, "All right, you can beat anybody. When it comes down to punk, it's always going to be a question of could you. Well, I mean, if they wanted to storyline-wise. Yeah. Sure. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit for thinking it that no, much No, I mean, they, they think a year in advance, mm-hmm. you know. Oscar, dude. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, again, if if you're if you think like that, you can always tuck that away for a huge main event somewhere else down the line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like it was, if you think about it, Flair beat everybody, but there was always the question of could he beat Sting? Even though he beat Sting at points, Sting would beat him too. But it was never until they collided. The image of Flair losing the title really was never a thought. Well, same thing with Dusty. Flair and Dusty. Like, mm-hmm. Flair, Dusty was Flair's albatross for a while, you know? Like, anytime yeah. Dusty was around, there was a chance that you were going to lose that belt tonight. Because he did lose it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But, I think, and everybody, every wrestler has it. Every sport, like, you know, regular <laughs> sports have it. You know what? Like, I know y'all don't follow it, but I do NASCAR. Like, they say in NASCAR, when Jeff Gordon won his first championship... Yeah. Dale Earnhardt never won another one. When Jimmy Johnson won his first championship, Jeff Gordon never won another one. Hmm. Well, NASCAR is such a scripted sport anyway, so. so They're all built stock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the driver that wins, not the car. <laughs> and 
Robin's racing. I I still like NASCAR. I don't, I don't get any chances really to watch it anymore, but I still like it. What do you mean? You can turn the TV on Sundays or Saturday. What day is it? Well, Saturdays and Sundays if we're talking NASCAR right. as a whole. Well, there you go. <laughs> Nothing's preventing you from turning on TV. Have you met my kids? Sure. Tell them to sit down or you're going to put them in the corner. Stop catering to the kids. But the... Stop it. What? Stop it now. He Tell them to go outside to and play. Tell them to go outside and play. Yeah, but like... Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, that's kind of it news-wise, Brian. I mean, unless there's something... Oh, I'm sure there's probably... Bursting. Something, but I don't know if there's anything bursting. I might have had something last week. But again, we weren't on, so... Um, trying to think if there's anything I know. Here we go. Uh, it was for the March 25th edition in Newark, New Jersey. Over 10,000 tickets were sold for AEW, according to Ticketmaster. Oh, yeah, I did see this. This was uh, Frank the Clown, uh, Noel Foley's boyfriend, uh, tweeted that Noel Foley has been struggling with a concussion that she got during her time trying out for WWE. That's almost two years ago. You ever had a concussion? Uh, unfortunately, I've had a few. Well, that probably explains why you're screwed up now. <laughs> why you wear Why you like wearing sleeveless shirts. shirts? Oh, yeah! In 20-degree weather. I mean, I had that a are too small. I had a sweatshirt. And it shows your belly button. And we think it's ridiculous. It worked for Kamala. It doesn't work for you. <laughs> I mean, some people... Well, I mean, you've got... Everybody heals different. So, I mean... So, why, why are you making fun of her, then? I'm not making fun of her. I'm didn't just, he? I two did not. years? It's taken her two well, you years. Think That's a long time to recover from any kind of injury. But you got to think, as limited ingering experience as she has... Mm-hmm. Does she or the people around her have the experience enough to notify, well, okay, this little bit of time you had in the ring, you got a concussion, you know? You, I mean, you would think with uh, <laughs> with Mick Foley being her dad that... You're talking about a man who fell off a cage and then came back. I mean, he did take a lot of shots to the head with a chair. You know what I mean? Like... You saw the matches that man had. Then when he was doing all the three faces of Foley, he'd come out how many times after taking hits? Yeah, I mean, it's highly possible she's still yeah. screwed up. I mean, there's, there's football players that have these type of injuries over time. and It's not for years that they get diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there was a wrestler that over the course of time, had these injuries, and look what he did. Here's an interesting one. This one just came in 40 minutes ago. We don't care. <clears throat> Ryan Satin of the Pro Wrestling Sheet. Why do you have to say it so loud when you're like... Reports that... Uh, <laughs> reports that Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle had a confrontation backstage at the Rumble. Yeah, I hope Brock whooped him. Bro. Whooped him good. Brock stepped on his toe. <laughs> Wear boots, kid. Bro, that's my flip-flop. <laughs> <laughs> and as he's standing on his foot, Ron Simmons comes over and goes, 
Damn. <laughs> Sheamus apparently defeated uh, Shorty G in the free pre-show. Yeah. Who bled? He bled. There was bleeding. first match of the night had blood mm-hmm. in the ear, wasn't it? Yep. The ref was nice enough to put her gloves on and then oh yeah, the blood off. And it was the female ref. Oh, wow. No, I don't remember her name. The one wow. was on NXT. Mm-hmm. So that might have been her pay-per-view debut as a ref. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Becky and Asuka having a pretty decent match. And then a decent match. The second match on the pre-show was Andrade versus... Some dude, Humberto or whatever. Humberto Cario. But. Okay. That was a good match. <laughs> my, my poor attempt at uh, Ricardo Rodriguez fame right there. <clears throat> um, and and I, will, I will say that the first hour of the two-hour pre-show, uh, I don't recall anything. No, they were just talking. And they went from their preview pre-show panel to their pre-show other panel because you had the panel of whatever her name is and <laughs> David Otunga and Christian and whoever. What 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 was the next guy? What was how the much person? is David Coach? Otunga getting paid? Coach John Lee Coachman, and then. It was. Then they'd go to the one on the ring, and the, in oh, the Iowa it was Renee Young, Booker T, and who was that? Who was the third one there? Uh, Renee, Sam Roberts, and Booker T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let me just say, Rob has been uptight since he saw it the first time. Oh yeah. He got him. Who got him? The three, the three in the, in the <laughs> Sam aisle. Roberts, Booker T, and Renee yeah. Rob's like, I don't. Why are they there? Why, why are they paying them all this money to be there? Well, that's well, how like I am a, about David Otungo. What the hell's he there for? <laughs> well, he got to make money. He got to pay alimony. I mean, he does got to pay Jennifer Hudson some money. You know, she ain't gonna give him none. <laughs> I just think it's funny that in the time that there's been talk of splitting WrestleMania into two nights. That we can't learn our lesson with the Royal Rumble and be like, why do I need a two-hour pre-show if I'm only showing matches in the second hour? Yeah, since when do we need a kickoff event? Well, there's been kickoff events forever and a day. Well, I mean... But why do I need a two-hour kickoff event? But there used to be like a 30-minute kickoff. Well, they used to just run the video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like almost like a control center kind of thing. Yeah. We're headed to the Royal Rumble. Here's our preview. And, and every it, five they, minutes, they repeat. Right? Yeah. And then they have the, <laughs> I the, love those, actually. They do the live feed with the watch the people walking in, you know? That's how you knew. That's how you knew when to start taping. I mean, back in the day when you buy it on pay-per-view, you record it on your VHS. All right, so I'm going to get the preview and the event. i got to start now. Boom. Perfect. That just it, it really makes no sense. But that, see, like, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, what I'm saying is like what they were doing with the pre-show and the two different crews reminds me of like news news channels that do live feeds. 
and they got two anchors who are standing side by side. <laughs> Live they, from the other side of the room. <laughs> yeah, and they got them split screen because it's oh, such a secret. Yes, however, though, <laughs> something tells me that the three in the aisle were only there for perhaps the greatest interview ever and that, with that R-Truth. R-Truth. And that was my favorite part of the entire pre-show. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, Going to <laughs> Sioux Falls definitely, City. Definitely the pre-show. <laughs> I was half thinking that maybe he would show up during the women's rumble because he was confused and didn't know which. Well, no, he was confused too. He was going to the ring to start the rumble <laughs> in the pre-show. He was Sioux Falls City because he rode there with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman talked the whole time. Is Mojo Rally in? The Rumble tonight? Who cares about Mojo Raleigh? Can he lose the 24-7 title during the Rumble? Yes, if somebody pins him. Sweet! Oh, my God. <laughs> now we're going to have to worry about the 24-7 title. <laughs> they got to run around the ring. In, in the Rumble. Well, there was talk that they wanted Brock to pin R-Truth during that Monday night segment. I wanted Brock to pin <laughs> and, and unify the two <clears throat> belts. He was... Um, it didn't make the universal title... 24-7. So that whole segment <laughs> that whole segment was completely unscripted. They just told Truth to go down there and to riff with Heyman. And so when we saw Brock cracking up, that was all legit. That's because when you have professionals <clears throat> who've done this for a while, they don't yeah. need to follow a script. Yeah. You can give them a live mic and say, Go make something fun. Mm-hmm. Go make good TV. And you can't tell me at his age and his point in his career that our truth is not just like, <laughs> whatever. I don't care. I mean, he pulled off the invisible midget. Little Jimmy. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't talk about little Jimmy. <laughs> Reports have stated that Le- Lesnar and Riddle had a tense encounter after passing each other backstage. Sources on site have claimed this is not a storyline. That the beast was scary with his taunts. Well, I mean, okay. haven't they haven't they gone the at beast. it before? Right. The beast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. I mean, when Matt Riddle comes up to his belly button, doesn't he? <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying, why would you want to try to scare the little guy? I like Matt Riddle, but between the two of them, I'm pretty sure Brock would eat his lunch. And then make him pay for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whoa, let's not not screw this up, please, please. Becky. Uh, What the hell was that? Is it just like a a rock bottom kind of thing? It looks like it off the the rope. Oh, and uh, please, people, uh, any any performers out there, can we just stop using the Canadian Destroyer? Even... Uh, Petey Williams the creator is. of the yeah. yeah so here's something interesting from that <laughs> last week when uh, it was the six man tag Dustin DDP and Cutie Marshall against MJF and I don't remember who was tag Butcher and a Blade mm-hmm. um, they hit, Dustin hits the destroyer Petey Williams is like I love these guys it's beautiful this past week on NXT Worlds Collide Petey Williams apologizes I'm sorry for under, you know, creating this move that has now become a, a transition, transition move. move. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's right. It really has. And it's, it's like the cutter. It's today's version of the cutter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, I mean, it's even happened one time tonight. Did we see that? Was there a destroyer Yes, tonight? there was a destroyer earlier. It may... Uh, Maybe in the U.S. title match? <clears throat> no, I think, it, I think it was a little bit later. 
But yeah, I mean, we've already had one tonight. So. Oh, got her foot to the rope. That's nasty. Don't don't break. Just make her tap. <laughs> well, if she taps and her foot's on the rope, it doesn't count. Uh, if you roll back the other way, it does. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You break off of the rope. Yep. Ouch. So, let's see. Uh, first match of the night for the Rumble was Roman Reigns. Well, for the, uh, I guess, the pay-per-view version. Reigns and Corbin. Reigns wins that. Falls count anywhere. Street fight. Uh, eh? Anything notable? You're you're asking me about Reigns. And Baron Corbin. A Reigns Your match. Favorite. And now you're adding Corbin into That's it. That's right. Oh, so... Your favorite. I know we did, I don't believe we were able to get to this point because we didn't have a show last week. But dear Mr. Corbin, <laughs> you want to get on Twitter and talk about somebody else's product, you should know that you've just now admitted to watching said person's product. The referee was getting ready to ring the bell there. So when you come out and say, well, this is... Oh, this is bad. Yeah. You're saying that you were watching the AEW over NXT. Ouch. And, oh, wow. Um, Oscar kicking the snot out of Becky Lynch. I, I know the match he was watching, and frankly, I thought that match that he watched, that he was making fun of, was great. Well, and again, though, it's not... Whatever the match was, you are now fully admitting to watching AEW. Yeah, yeah, and you really just suckered everybody into thinking that, well, I guess not really suckered, but you wanted everybody to think that your opinion has some degree of merit. But all it really does is cause any fan that's on the fence, like, well, if Baron Corbin doesn't like it, I'm watching it. Or, if Baron Corbin's watching it, let me watch it. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So it encourages both sides. That's a good point. I didn't think of it that way. Yes. Good point. Or the people in creative are saying, when do you have an opinion? Dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you never know, Vince. Vince might... I mean, if I was Vince right now getting my tail handed to me on Wednesday night, I might be like, well, hmm. Now I understand why I'm losing. Baron yeah. Corbin's watching it. We're not going to see any kind of paradigm shift there from oh, Vince. Vince is like, oh, wait a minute, Vince. Baron, let me listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're pals. <laughs> I think Vince is like, god damn it. How about you not live tweet what the right. competition's doing? <laughs> Do me a favor. Just stick to being on the uh, on the chair, okay? Do the king thing. <laughs> All right, pal. <laughs> that's kind of what happened to WCW back in the day. Hey, Corbin, can you take a page out of Ryback's book and go home and think about it until you want me to call you to apologize? I want you to just wait for my call. <laughs> yeah, wait for my call. I'll call you in a couple weeks. I, I think that... They're holding guys... each other like they're like like two teenagers and their braces are stuck together. <laughs> I mean, hey, you may have just written somebody's fan fiction just now. <laughs> oh! And there's the third chapter. Here comes the mist. the mist. Lame. <laughs> oh, disarmor. Disarmor. Is this Oscar? She's going to tap? Why wouldn't Kyrie get involved right about yeah. now? Ah, come on. Yeah, why wouldn't she grab her hand or something? 
put her to the rope. Or... Jump up on the apron so the ref has to... See, it makes no sense. This literally makes no sense. Okay, so now here, Becky Lynch has just defeated Asuka. If Ronda Rousey were to come out here and just beat the snot out of Becky right now. No. Oh, and then Charlotte says, I went in on the match at WrestleMania. Yeah. So now it becomes a, a triple threat, threat, like yeah. I said earlier. So Becky, Charlotte, Ronda. Ronda comes down and goes. <laughs> For those who can't see, which is all of you, it's Rob pointing to the side. I'm sorry, Rob pointed to the side, Rob. I pointed to the side. And then Becky just looks at both of them and points to the exit sign. Oh. But sometimes this this is the problem with the WWE. Sometimes this is crappy booking that makes no sense. Do you think that they have just gotten to a point where I wouldn't I wouldn't go so far as to say they're phoning it in because I don't really believe that. That's a phone in. Do you think that they're just gotten to a point now where they're just like, okay, let's just do Formula A. That works. No. And then on one month they're like that's, Formula B. That's still a phone in. <clears throat> You yeah. have a, a legit bad guy tag team mm-hmm. with the partner outside. That should have grabbed her hand at least to stop her. I agree with you there. Never yeah. once did that did she interfere. She didn't jump up to, to, to get the ref to prolong it. No, nothing. Nope, let her tap out. Oh, what's, what's worse is why aren't they attacking her? They're bad guys. Yes, they're it's bad guys. It's a two-on-one advantage. Yes. So beat the snot out of her. Yes. And Becky is whining for some reason. Why is she crying? Yeah, I uh, don't this know. isn't that emotional. Yeah, this this is no different than any other night. You didn't beat Rhonda here. Go get her. Kick her in the back of the head. Back of the head. Green missed too. Yes. Have Kyrie do it too? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a double misting. <laughs> is that legal? <laughs> But again, why why wouldn't you? That would have made that that win better if she was able to defend herself against two of them. Well, and and honestly, if it's me, having Oscar submit rather than be pinned is worse. There's no reason Oscar should submit. Well, yeah, but that that went out when Charlotte beat her. Well, yeah, when she tapped her out of. Um, Mania. Yeah. Shit. So you 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 totally destroyed Asuka then. So a uh, report of Io Shirai being injured. Just found this. She's going to be out for at least two months uh, due to a leg injury. Uh, she landed awkwardly on her leg after connecting on a dive with Tony Storm. This was on NXT this past Wednesday. I saw this dive. Um... The suicide dives that these ladies are taking, well, just performers in general, are taking to the floor is becoming ridiculously dangerous. Um, I mean, we saw it with... The Tope Suicido? Yeah, I mean, we saw it with Cody face-planting into the diamond-plated floor mm-hmm. and the huge gash over his eye that he that still has still a scar. still has a scar. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I mean, how many different performers have broken their necks doing Lita. Broke her neck diving to the floor, hitting basically the the barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, her Stratus tearing her knees up, doing the same kind of dives. Then fast forward into more recent history. Now Io Shirai, I, I feel like 
It's it's right up there with the spots where like DDTs and pile drivers on the apron. You know, sooner or later, and it's not on purpose, but sooner or later, someone's going to get really seriously injured or maybe even killed, and they're going to have to stop doing those things. I don't know that there's any other way to put it except for that. Well, I mean, you can't let the injury dictate whether you do the move or not. Right. Is is the hard part. You just have to hope that the person performing the move and the one outside catching mm-hmm. do it properly. Well, then the other part, and this is something that really just annoyed the crap out of me last night. While I loved the main event between Imperium and Undisputed Era, this whole thing where someone's going to do a dive to the outside, so everybody just crowds around and stands there. Hey, we see you. We're going to catch you. And, and then they, they dive and they land on the pile. They, what? <laughs> it makes no sense. It's, it's, like, it, it's like a magnet. Like the, Last week, there was... What the hell is Montez on? <laughs> last week, they sprinted. Uh, Baron Corbin's security group sprinted from the one side of the ring to the other just to be there in the catch position <laughs> for a dive that I think uh, the Usos did. <clears throat> yeah, and again, though, that's been going on for years. Is it just because we're just now seeing it? No, I think it's. I think it's just now that it's gotten to the point where it's starting to annoy you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 